between the two Since the knowledge is contained in this book, the book is also called Upanishads. So Upanishads are generally found in the Vedas. The end portion of the Veda, we call it as Vedanta. There also in some Vedas, the Upanishad is at the end of <coughs> the Veda. So there we call it as Brahmana Upanishad. In some Vedas, we find it in the beginning of the Vedas also, some Upanishads are found. So they are called Mantra Upanishads. These are only small technical differences. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, originally, it was 1,118 Upanishads. And we lost most of it. Finally, now we have something like 108 Upanishads, which is available now. Out of that, we consider 10 Upanishads, very important, major Upanishads, we say, because Shankaracharya has written commentary for it. Therefore, it is not the content is major or minor. <coughs> But commentary is available, therefore we say it is important. Then somebody asked why Shankaracharya decided to write commentary only for this ten, what about others? There are two other Upanishads also, commentary is there, but there is a dispute that it belongs to him or some other Shankaracharya written commentary, Shvetashvita Upanishad. The, the commentary style is different if you familiar, Shankaracharya's style is Prasanna Gambhirata. It's very simple, at the same time very deep in thought. That is the style Shankaracharya's, but when you compare the style with Shridhashira Upanishad's commentary, it is different, <laughs> totally different. So therefore they say it is not Shankara's commentary, it must be another Shankaracharya belonging to the same order, but they have commentary. So, but this 10 Upanishad commentary, there is no dispute. It is declared that it is Shankaracharya's commentary. So, <coughs> out of the 10 Upanishad, now, the order is Isha Kena Katam Prashna Mundaka Mandukya Taitriya Brigadarinya Chandukya. So, these are the 10 Upanishads. So it's not in that order actually. If you say Ishavasya Upanishad is the first one to be taken, then it is wrong because Ishavasya is the most difficult Upanishad out of the whole time. <laughs> it is not because of the topic is difficult, the topic is the same. That you are in Brahma is one. <laughs> And this Brahma is the truth and the world is apparent existence. It doesn't say it doesn't exist, it's an apparent existence. So this is the whole truth of all Upanishads. But when it comes to Ishavasya Upanishad, every mantra, there are only 18 mantras. These 18 mantras are equivalent to 18 chapter of 
our Gita. <laughs> so it is as potent as that each verse is commented with one one chapter <coughs> of Gita. So it allows different interpretations. Every mantra is interpreted differently at different context. So these ten Upanishads were selected by Shankaracharya mainly because these are the ten Upanishads used for analysis by Vyasa Bhagavan in Brahma Sutra. Therefore, these ten, it's not only ten Upanishads, but the other Upanishads also, but mainly these ten Upanishads are used. So therefore, Shankaracharya thought of commenting that. So that is one reason why he selected these ten Upanishads. Number one. Number two, general understanding is that the Vedas are originated, the historians and the geologists and all that, they try to give a date to Vedas. That is the way we have been taught also in our school and our tradition of Western education that we have been taught taught like this, that there was a rains called the Aryans. They were in the central Europe and they moved to settle down in the Indus Valley. Then they pushed the native to down south and they settled down near Sindhu River. And then afterwards when they settled down, they retired to the forest. Some of them retired to the forest. And they meditated and then they got revealed these Vedas. There is a story. It has been written by Max Muller and who was hired by British company, East India company. So this theory is what we have been taught. Even now it is prevalent. That is not our tradition. <laughs> our tradition doesn't allow that kind of story because it has got so many flaws. The Vedas have come from the Lord Himself, Apaurusheyam. So why? Because the topic that is discussed in Vedas, they are not born of a given if it is born of a given intellect, then it will have its own defect, limitations. Therefore, especially the topic that is discussed in Veda is, one is called Brahma, Brahman, the truth. Then another is called Dharma. So Dharma, righteousness, values, Perform an action, it has got a visible phalam, drishta phalam, 
then there is an invisible phalam. Adrishtam phalam. A result which is immediately visible, a result which is not visible, <laughs> and that is determined by the motive of that person, the, the uddesa shuddhi, the purity of thought and intention, determines the merit or demerit of that particular action. That action's result also something is seen, sometimes not seen. This particular concept is not possible for a given intellect to arrive at. So therefore, according to that, the surga, naraka, heaven, hell, these concepts, especially after that, what happened to the soul, these are the concepts he is given in our scriptures called Vedas. So it has come from the Lord himself. Therefore, it cannot give a particular date to Vedas because it is as old as the creation. So whenever we talk about creation, we never talk about thousand years. It's always a few billion years only. So all the geologists, all those people you talk about, they will say they're all billions of years. So it suits us also. One cycle is 4.3 million years. Then like that, thousand cycle, two thousand cycle is one day of Brahmaji. And Brahmaji lives like that 100 years. So you can calculate how many billions of years is. And this Vedas came from Brahmaji himself. As he was created, this Vedas also were created, but then came with him. So this is the idea. So therefore, Vedas we do not consider it is given out by a human being. It was revealed to them, but it is not the, the, the thoughts are not given out by a human being. So therefore, it is called Abhavrushayam, and hence it doesn't have the defect of a limitation of the human intellect, and hence it cannot be suit or we cannot accept the, the theory that that Aryans came and they invaded and they retired and they discovered Veda. This theory, and traditionally, we cannot accept. And in our Vedas, the word Aryan means not a race. The word Aryan means a cultured person, a matured cultured person. So there is a statement in our Veda, Krannanto Vishwaryam. Let us make the whole world cultured. Aryans means your culture. That's why, you know, in our uh, Puranas also, when they address a husband, Aryabhutra, <laughs> they say, Aryabhutra means gentleman, that is idea. So, be a gentleman, that is. <coughs> but it was taken as a race, but that is not correct. So, anyway, 
So we have four Vedas, Rigveda, Yajurveda, Samaveda, Atharvana Veda. In all these Vedas, there are different, different Upanishads are there. So we saw last time the Kaivalya Upanishads belong to Atharvana Veda. Then Atharvana Veda, all the Shanti Padas are same. Madram Karne, Vishwamayama Deva, this Shanti Pada is all same. Now this Upanishad is belonging to Shukla Yajurveda. So you can see the <coughs> Shanti Pada is different. This Shanti Pada itself is a very mind-boggling one. Generally we chant this as the conclusion of our lecture. But here it is beginning, so don't say That doesn't matter, but 
earth, let us believe, means Purnam means whole, full, complete. Purnam, Deshakala Vastu Parichet Shunya is Purnam. Whole, complete. Adaha means there, that. So that <coughs> is whole. Idam, this is whole. Purnam, adaha, purnam, idam. That is whole, this is whole. That is infinite, this is infinite. If you say, you cannot say that because infinite is only one. You cannot say that is infinite, this is infinite. Because then if you mean there are two infinite, which is not possible. So here it is called Jiva Ishwara Aitya. Jiva means individual self. Ishwara means total. So Aitya means oneness. So two infinite is not possible. So when you say there it is infinite, here it is infinite, when you say this total, that is the Lord that is all-pervasive. It is something like outer space. The entire space is one homogeneous unit, entity. But when you look from the standpoint of these four walls, we say it is a room space. But the very same space is outside also. So there we say this room space that space. So that space and this space is Purnaha, complete, full, whole. Because in its essential nature, the content of the, or the, what, the, the space itself has not changed. Whether it is outside or inside, the space itself has no difference. We are making the difference with reference to the walls. But otherwise, space-wise, there is no difference. Another famous example is the ocean and the waves. Now, ocean <coughs> is total waves, Jalarashi. But when it comes to wave, it is an individual entity. So, if you look from the standpoint of ocean and the wave, it looks like there is a difference. Two and one is total, another is individual. It looks there is a difference. Now, <clears throat> if you change your vision, you shift your understanding from the name and form of the wave to the content of the wave. What is wave? It is nothing but a name given to a form. Vacharambanam vikaro namateyam satyam. This is a statement Godavacharya uses in one Bhutti Dharika. What is that? Vacharambanam vikaro namathe. 
this world is nothing but name and form dependent upon your tongue walk <laughs> what is the truth mrtige tevadu there it is pot and the clay and pot is used so mrtige tevadu mud alone is the truth so when you look at a pot what do you see the shape and a form and to that form and shape we give a name called pot but in fact pot itself has no substance it has no substance the substance is what clay you remove the clay what is there see if you remove it see what is pot clay plus name and form isn't it suppose <laughs> mathematics diagrammatically what is that if you remove the clay the name and form should remain <laughs> but it doesn't why because name and form cannot exist independently so here also the ocean and the wave even though there are two names given but if you shift your vision from the wave and the ocean to the water the content of wave the content of ocean is what water so if you shift our vision from the name and form to the essential nature what is there is water as we go so from the standpoint of water there is no difference between ocean and the wave now this is what is indicated by purnamada purnamidam if you look at jiva the individual self and if you think about the total the lord there seems to be a difference but that difference is in the upadhi upadhi means ishwara is total jiva is individual upadhi means the equipment which identifies so if you look from the essential standpoint ishwara's essential nature jiva's essential nature both are one and the same which is otherwise called consciousness awareness so purnamada purnamidam is mahavakya indicating the identity between jiva and ishwara okay so it is a very powerful statement now the whole upanishad is given here in the shantipala <laughs> afterwards is all commentary only <laughs> then purnas purnata purnamada purnamidam purnat purnam udachyate that pur purna from that purnam from that infinite whole this cave <coughs> this whole cave now from infinite infinite cave <coughs> means what there is no coming that is the point <laughs> number 1 now so 
suppose you mistake a rope for snake. What do you say? Ten foot rope itself become ten foot snake, isn't it? So Purnaha there, Purnaha here also. <laughs> so the superimposition also Purna. Purna means complete, full. So here it is, second line is indicating Sakuna Brahma. Sakuna Brahma means Brahman with attributes. So, attributeless Brahman standpoint, the first line, both are one and the same, Jiva and Ishwara, one and the same. Now, if you look from the standpoint of attributes, attributes means qualities, the nature of From that attribute, Brahman with attribute, came this world with attribute. The world also got attribute. What is that? Name and form. This name and form came from where? Huh? 26 G, G something. Who is that? Yeah, that's mine. Yeah, please. Can you? Ah, you know, I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to be there. I'm can you please park properly the others can there is only one way i don't understand how no 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 what he says is you park in the center he has no place to move somebody park behind you there to walk right that's what he says Is there somebody behind me now? Yeah, he came behind me. So you will have to go with me. I'm not coming
this world has come. So there it is complete Purnam. And this A is complete. The forms are also complete because name and form is only changed. But the Vatana Karanam is same. So it permeates. Vatana Karanam permeates the name and form. The same way the entire creation, if you look at it, the very same Ishwara as Vatana Karanam permeates the entire creation. Therefore, he is also complete. Consciousness from the body, what happens? Body cannot remain independently. There is no body afterwards. What is remaining is only consciousness, not body. <coughs> That's what it is said. Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Avashishyate. Not the Nama Rupa. Nama and Rupa, name and form, cannot remain. If you remove Purnam, that is consciousness, from this world which is complete as Nama Rupa, if you remove that, what remains? Consciousness alone remains. <coughs> Nothing else. Nama Rupa has no independent existence. That's idea. <coughs> Name and form means what? The world is Mithya. Mithya means apparent existence. And Brahma Satyam, what is truth, is Brahman reality. Jagat Mithya, Jagat, this world is. So that's why it is a Jayati, Gachati, Tishtati. So, Jagata, there are three, three letters are there, Jagat. Ja stands for Jayati, which is born. Ga stands for Gachati, going. Then Ta stands for Tishtati. So that's why Ta, Takara is half actually, it's not full Ta. Chikat. <laughs> so, this, that which is coming and going, 
in between staring a little bit. <laughs> this Jagat is has no independent existence apart from Shanti, three types, Shanti, 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 three types of obstacles comes from three different sources when you want to study. One is Adi Devikam, from the hands of God, lightning, thunder, now sword, now that, these are all Adi Devikam. Then Adi Bhautikam, surroundings also, like this uh, Pujari came and disturbed, <laughs> this is Adi Bhautikam. <laughs> Suddenly somebody comes and tells you, hey, <laughs> you know the zone, but you can't do anything about it. <laughs> so this is Adi Bhautikam. Then Adhyatikam. <laughs> everything is fine, quiet, everything, but your mind says, I think you are all bluff. <laughs> These Mahatmas, if you the Himalaya, they didn't have anything else to do. They kept on telling something. <laughs> so such doubt comes then, you can't study. Whatever I say, you will take it with a pinch of salt. So, all these three levels, Shanti, peace. So, may the hands of God, or the Lord, please be peaceful. Surrounding also peaceful. Mind is also peaceful. That's why three times Shanti. It is not that the Mahatmas are Lord of Leisure, so they kept on saying Shanti, Shanti. Now we are in a hurry, we say Shanti to the power of three. <laughs> Why three times? No, it has a meaning. Now with that Shanti part, now we'll enter into the Upanishad. First two mantras are the main topic of this Upanishad. Then the third mantra to the eighth mantra is a commentary upon the first mantra. Then from the nine to eighteen mantra is a commentary of the second mantra. This is how it is <laughs> designed. So the first mantra is commented from third to eight. Second mantra is commented from nine to eight. So, Upanishad itself is a commentary. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> you have to look for some other commentary. So, Upanishad explains. That's why in Gita also you can see the style. Bhagavan makes a statement, he himself comments afterwards, <laughs> explains. So, let us see. Om Ishavasya Mitagam Sarvam. Om Ishavasya Mitagam Sarvam. Jagat, 
Sat alone was there before creation. Then from where will he get material? <laughs> if you say he so found some material, out of that material he created, then we ask who created that material. Uh, all these difficulties are there. So he himself is a material. Out of himself, like from the saliva, how the spider creates web the same way. Out of himself came the material. So he himself is a material. Since the upadana karanam clay is the cause for all parts, now where is the clay? The clay is inherent and concurrent in all parts. Same way, idam sarvam, idam jagate. This immediate jagat that you are seeing, in front of you, this jagat is Ishavasyam, permeated by the Lord Himself. Now, this is called changing the drishti, vision. Right now, what we look at the world as name and form. This is beautiful, this is ugly, this is useful, this is not useful. We give added value to something, we give less value to something. If it is gold, diamond, we give added value. <coughs> if it is clay, mud, etc., we give less value. <coughs> but we forget that the diamond is nothing but charcoal. <coughs> that we forget. But then, this is our vision, right? Name and form, they are taken as separate entities and therefore samsara. Samsara means all the difficulties, vicissitudes of life, ups and downs in life, raga dvesha. I like this, I don't like this. And the entire life seems to be centered on this adjustment. What I like, I want to hold on to. What I don't like, I want to get rid of. This adjustment seems to be our goal of life. Now, the Upanishad gives a vision that this world that you are looking at as name and form, they are not essentially the name and form. They are essentially the Lord Himself. So, when you shift your vision from the name and form, shift your vision from the waves to what? Water. Then what happens? As water, the waves have no fear. As wave, there is a fear. What is that? High tide, low tides. I am a small wave. All other big waves are threatening me. They are eating me up. All this kind of fear is there in the ocean, isn't it? Here also, if you think that this person is different from me, and that person is different from me, then what happens? There is always fear. So here, idam sarvam. So shift your vision from the name and form to the content of the name and form. The content of the name and form is Ishwara, the Lord. 
Lord, don't ask. 
there he is not. don't have to make a pilgrimage to see him. You don't have to take sannyas to know him. That is called vidvat sannyasa. Sannyasa also, there are two kinds. One is called vidvat sannyasa. Vidvat sannyasa means knowledge. That is sannyasa, that is born of knowledge. So this knowledge that that Brahman is everything. Everything doesn't mean I am separate, okay? I am also included. So when you say the Lord is everything, including me, okay, then we leave ourselves. The world is everything. But what about me? I, I am also part of the world. It is not that you are separate from the world. In fact, without you, the world is not complete. So this world is the Lord Himself. This vision, when you change, this is called Vidyat Sanyasa. The change of vision, it is not that you are changing the world. It is not that after realization of the truth, world will change. No. world will be as it is. What changes is your vision. How you look at the world, that changes. Right now, our vision is narrow because we are looking at what? Name and form. Therefore, our vision becomes narrow. But once the vision changes from the name and form, to the Lord, then what happens? <laughs> there is no hatred. <coughs> there is no obsession, possession, none of these uh, effects. So, Ishavasyam Sarvam Yat Kincha Jagatyam Jagatya. So, therefore, what is advised? That is called Vividisha Sanyasa. Vividisha Sanyasa means the Sanyasa taken for knowing the truth. Giving up everything, burning all boats. Living on Viksha, living on arms. But his goal is to know the truth. In order to know the truth, he exclusively takes up this path, path of renunciation, giving up everything. He seeks this truth. This is called Vividisha Sanyasa. So, Tena Tena. So, what is to be given up? What is not Atma. Anatma is to be given up. What is not Paramatma, what is not truth, is to be given up. What are the what is not truth? Nama Rupa is not truth. What is the truth? Truth is the content of Nama Rupa. So Tena Tiktena Bunjit. 
Sarvabhutaha. So that which is given up, abandoned. Punjidaha, enjoy. So Shankaracharya uh, interprets it as protect. So Tena Tena Punjida. So protect. How can you enjoy which is given up? So Tena Tena Punjida is it. You give up everything and enjoy. <laughs> How can you enjoy when you give up everything? <laughs> ah, that is the Our Gurudev used to give an example. Beautiful example. Uh, from Russia. Star Hotel, um, recently brought one beautiful bunch of banana and a nice silver plate with a fork and spoon and a towel covered with it and a trolley. Uh, all style. Yes. Mr. Um, Billy. He said, okay, keep it there. So he was taking bath and then came out. Wanted to enjoy it along with breakfast. So he took the banana and then started eating. <coughs> he didn't know how to eat banana. So he started biting it along with the skin. It was not tasty, you know. I was thinking, how is it <coughs> He was spitting it instead of enjoying his spitting. <laughs> then he came to Gurudev. So Swamiji asked, did you enjoy the bananas? Yeah, yeah. The way he answered, he understood he does not enjoy it. So Swamiji asked immediately, bring some bananas. So some devotees brought bananas. Then he gave it to him. Did it. So again he started eating them. Then he said, no, nah, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> That's not the way. He said, <laughs> Giving up the skin, enjoy the banana. What is to be given up is the name and form, like skin. What is to be enjoyed, the content of banana, which is very sweet. The same way, given up, what is to be given up is name and form. 
It has no independent existence. If you give up the name and form, what is there remains? Paramatma. Ida purnasya purnavadaya purnameva avashishyate. That is the point. The Lord alone is there. Enjoy. Enjita. Enjoy. Maakrutaha kasya siddhanam. Maakrutaha. Do not covet. Kasyasit dhanam. Covet not anybody's wealth. <laughs> now, suddenly from the sublime to the ridiculous, the Upanishad has come. It was talking about Jeeva, Brahma, Aikyam and all that. The entire creation is pervaded by the Lord. In fact, the whole creation is Bhagavan. And then he says, don't covet others. <laughs> this is from the highest to the lower depth. The idea is, once you have that vision, then the desire for wealth, progeny, etc. has no meaning. So, why we covet others' wealth? Because we have desire for wealth. Desire for wealth is for what? Not for wealth's sake. Desire wealth, wealth, wealth come from where? Desire for security. We are insecure. That insecurity or incompleteness is the source for desire for wealth, progeny, etc. So this insecurity is because of what? Our lack of vision. That ignorance about my real nature gave rise to this incompleteness. That is what is questioned here, saying that Mahakrataha Kasyasuddhanam. Do not covet others' wealth. Mahakrataha, do not get attracted to wealth. That's what it means never allow the mind to rebel in this world. Dhanam indicates here work here. So the world, otherwise, you, you once you rebel in this world, what happens? You give reality to the world. Once you give reality to the world, what happens? Sukham Dukham becomes real. Then Punya Papa becomes real. Surga Naraka becomes real. Everything Whereas the truth is what? None of them are real. What is real is Paramatma. So seek that reality. Don't hold on to something that is unreal. So this is the whole Tatparya of this particular mantra. Then this is the vision. Vision is what? Vidyat Sanyasam. The path is Vidhisya Sanyasam. Now the question comes, everybody cannot be ready for this sannyasa, renunciation. We are all grihasthas, we are all family people, we have so many desires. So the teacher is coming down to our level. The next mantra is that one. <laughs> our level. And he says, let us read, I will give you 